Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Kenz as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or Mac and Kenz your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. We are so pumped for today's episode. I'm Mac. There's I'm Ken. <laughs> oh yeah, there she is over there. And uh, we have an amazing guest that we are super excited to introduce you to. Ken's, who's our guest today? Our guest is the one and only Stephanie Mae Wilson. She is the best freaking person in the whole world. And I mean that wholeheartedly. She Ooh. really is. Literally could not agree more. She is just like a ball of joy to be around. She is, no joke, the kindest person who you see on the gram, who you hear in her podcast is literally who she is in real life, 1,000%. And Steph Mm -hmm. is amazing. She is a mom, podcaster, author, literally all the things. And she's going to be sharing all about balance. So today's episode is for the girl who needs some balance in her life. And don't we all need a little bit of help with scheduling and prioritizing what truly matters. And so Steph is going to share so much wisdom, so much truth. We're super excited. But before we jump into our conversation with Steph, you know, Ken, we got to make sure everybody has gotten the personal invitation to tour. Oh, okay. We're talking about tour, ladies. And yes, we are going on tour. You probably know now. It's awesome. It's a night of worship to encounter Jesus. And you do not want to miss this. We are going to so many cities, probably one near you, or at least a couple of hours from you. And it will be worth the drive. I promise. It's going to be so incredible. The theme of our tour is freedom. And that is what we're chasing after. Every single one of you are going to experience freedom on tour. So it's going to be so fun. And the tickets are flying. Honestly, we've been so honored and flattered. It's like, we honestly haven't, we, the last time we went on tour was in 2020. We actually snuck Mm -hmm. in tour in 2020 before COVID, which was such a miracle. I don't, I feel like we don't talk about that for like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was like right before it we were on tour to the bitter end it's amazing we were but anyways that was the last time we were on tour and then we kind of like just didn't you know for a while and I don't know about you but I was like does anybody care is anybody gonna come this is gonna be so awkward if not one single person buys a ticket but you guys have been buying the tickets up the yes the whole thing they're amazing. amazing. Tickets are only $10 and we wanted to make them so cost effective because literally we're just trying to pay to have the lights on in the building and that's about it <laughs> because we want all of you guys there to be able to just have a moment with Jesus and encounter moment with Jesus. Ken's and I talk about this yes. all the time on the podcast, but sometimes you can just kind of drift without even noticing and we want to give you a space where you can truly just like let go. You can worship. Uh, you can just feel God speak to you. And so it's just going to be 
room and space for that to happen. We have an incredible worship mm-hmm. team that's coming with us. It's going to lead us in some amazing songs. And um, I'm going to bring a word. Ken's is going to lead us in a powerful time of response and prayer. And it's just going to be the best night. So only $10. Why don't you just go ahead and grab two tickets, one for you and a friend. You don't even have to know who the friend wow. is. Just gift it to a friend. Maybe grab five tickets while you're at it. Like, caravan drive the four hours it's gonna be worth it you can get your tickets at forthegirl.com and then you know christmas is just around the corner kent oh i know it who doesn't know it what if somebody didn't know it that would be so freaking funny they're like (laughs) it's christmas and they didn't know but you guys so what gifts at for the girl for the girl is your place to shop this holiday season I really, truly am getting all of my friends Bible studies for Christmas. And specifically, I'm getting the Freedom one just because it's brand new and they haven't done it before. And it is fire, you guys. So I don't know. That's probably the best Christmas gift you could ever give somebody. Something that will, I mean, probably not the best. There's other good ones in the world. But, you know, I just got to say, if I do say so myself, it is up there. Yeah. Yes. And Uh, you can also go for the prayer pad bundle. So we have this awesome bundle that's on our site that is a prayer pad plus any one of our Bible studies. So you could do prayer pad plus the freedom study, daughters, James, whatever you want. And it's basically a one-stop shop for your quiet time, for your time with Jesus. You can literally do a little Bible study, get in the word, dive deep, process, reflect with Jesus. And then you can just have this little guided prayer sheet that walks you through an encounter time with Jesus. Like literally what could be better? I love it so much. So that's an awesome often gift to get. And it gives you a little bit of discount when you bundle them together. And you know, Ken's though, what I really want to know is what's the number one thing on your Christmas list this year? Um, a sauna. I want a a sauna. sauna. You want a sauna? Yeah. Like an actual sauna. Where are you going to put a sauna? Where are you putting it? In my backyard, a backyard sauna because my house is too small to fit it. But in the backyard and you just sweat it out, you know, you know, healthy. Actually, I'm okay with this gift because it's a gift that would also give to me whenever I come into town. I can sauna as well. So I I approve. I approve of this gift. I genuinely, I think I'm going to have like so many good conversations in the sauna with like. Is it a two person? And like. Yes, it's not just one person fits in there. That'd be so claustrophobic. It's hopefully going to be a two people one, but it's a really large ask. I don't, I don't think my mom's going to go for it. But I've been wanting this for like a whole entire year, have I not? You have been talking about I've it for a while. Um, yeah, what are right. you getting for Christmas? Well, my number one ask is for a vacuum. Oh, yep. that's mm-hmm. exciting. Yep, I a want good one old cordless. A cordless Dyson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pick up all the paper. I added that to my list. I wow. know. You, you texted me and asked me what I wanted. <laughs> for a second, I wanted. I love coffee. For a second, I thought, was, was, is Ken's going to buy me a vacuum? And then, no, I found out you just were wanting to add it to your Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. No, she was like, I, what's the um... vacuum you want? Yeah, I love copying people's Christmas lists. You can get so many good ideas for your because I feel like you never know what you want for Christmas. Like sometimes yeah, you true. know, but like a lot of times you're at a you draw a blank, 
So yeah. it's always good to like ask what other people are getting and you get some good ideas, you know? Yeah. Oh, so for that was sure. really good. I love that. Wow. So good. Well, I honestly did it. Okay. Well, I was just about to go off on a vacuum spiel okay. that I didn't know that there's such a thing as cordless vacuums. Like you did I it? I invented that. Are no. you so excited to have a cordless vacuum one day though? Isn't that amazing? Why is it that plugging in a cord is like the worst thing that ever happened to you? Well, it's just like you got to restart your whole vacuum process every <sighs> five minutes yeah. because you got to change the cord around. Although I did hear with these cordless ones, like the charge is annoying because it only lasts for so long. So you got to be strategic, mm. but I'm down for that. I love that's a fun game. I feel like. Yeah, it's just going to make you clean faster. Ooh, exactly. good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I need a vacuum more, but it's good. All right, it's well, fun. you know, enough about Christmas lists. I think we should get into this Merry episode, Christmas. this conversation with Stephanie. Me too. It's going to be so good. Um, so, yeah, let's get into the episode. Stephanie, we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. This is so fun to have you just like in the studio, although we're on Zoom right now, like as to just be together and get to do this. You've done so many things for us over the years and so fun that you like, you know, live down the street from us. We've said it a million times, but Stephanie and I always run into each other at Target. At Target. <laughs> She's my Target yes, soul sister. <laughs> and I love that we always we bring like it embarrassing up every time. Too. It's yeah. always like when you should have other plans like yeah mac and i are at target. there we are at target <laughs> um and you know i love that that we already know that about you that on you know saturday nights we can find you at target but we want to get some more tea from your life steph and so we're going to do our segment three minute tea with you and how it okay. works is we give you two topics to choose from and then um, whichever one you pick, we're going to set a timer and you have three minutes to spill the tea and we want the good juicy details. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Wait, can I tell you something first? This yes. is bringing back really like um, traumatic memories for me because when I was in college, my uh, major was broadcast news. And so I'm like used to being in front of a camera. I'm used to, you know, I've like, I've had some practice at that point, but I took a PR class and PR is not for me. It turns out <laughs> also one of our things that we had to do was we had to get up in front of the class and talk for, th- or I think it was like 90 seconds. Maybe it was three minutes. It might've been three minutes uh-huh. on a topic and it could have been anything, but like, I wasn't prepared on the first day and the TA is sitting there and she's looking for volunteers. I was a senior, so I knew everyone in my class, like these are my friends yeah. at this point. And uh, I just happened to make eye contact. And so she picked me and I had between my seat and the front of the room to decide what I was gonna talk about. And in front of all of my peers, like people I knew, loved, I got 60 seconds into an introduction about myself and just fell apart in the TA as I'm like walking back to my seat with my tail between my legs the TA is like um if you want to be in broadcast news you should maybe get better talking in front of people and I was like cool thanks so anyway uh, let's hope that this goes better than that we need to find her now and tell her about your like hit podcast that you have so yeah I can talk for more than 60 seconds okay Anyway, all right. Let's I go. love it. Let's see I love how it. This, we'll see how it goes. Okay, Seth, your two topics that you get to pick from are either your biggest mom fail 
or your biggest business owner fail. So which one are you feeling? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's do business owner fail. Okay, okay, amazing. Three minutes on the clock. Ready, set, go. Okay. Um, well, this is, uh, you know, Oh, no, no, no. I want to do, I want to do mom fail instead. I'm going to do mom fail instead. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Go for it. Because it I don't know if, because I don't know if my business owner fail will like make sense. Okay. Yeah, okay. That that makes, perfect. Yeah, I don't know if it'll, I don't know if it'll totally make sense. Okay. Um, okay. So my mom fail. Uh, let's see. Um, I would say uh, a couple days ago. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so cannot wait. For, uh, for Christmas, we bought... Uh, or no, for for their birthday. Sorry, the girls turned one a couple weeks ago. For their birthday, we bought them these, um, like a foam, like a kind of foam gymnasium thing. It's called foamnasium, and they're just like these blocks. Like there's a square one, there's a triangle one, or whatever, and it's for mm-hmm. them to be able to climb all over. The problem is that um, the girls are currently more interested in like. I don't know, trash, like <laughs> anything that they can find that's not a toy is what they want to play with. They want to play with like diapers. They want to play with wipes. They want to play with, I mean, if they can get anywhere near my phone, which they normally can't, I'm like quicker than them, but barely. Yeah. Um, they want to play with that. They just want to play with anything that's not a toy, cords, anything. So the the first problem was that we bought them this toy thinking it was like, we were like, going to be the most awesome parents and it's a really cool gift. And like, they don't care about it at all. <laughs> um, the second thing I failed to factor in is the fact that they are not good at climbing on stuff yet. Uh, they are they are able to like pull themselves up to a standing position and they love doing that. So basically that's all they want to do on everything. Um, but they can't climb over things yet and they're really pretty clumsy and they can't walk and their like best skill is cracking their heads on whatever <laughs> hard thing is near them. Oh, like no goodness. matter how many padded things I put around them. Yes. Um, and so the other morning they were... Uh, we were playing in their room and I was just sitting and drinking a little bit of coffee because I can do that now. It's crazy. They turned one and I can like let them play by themselves for a few minutes. Wow. Um, and so I was doing that and I watched them crawl over to these like foamnasium things, which I had stacked in a corner thinking like, okay, this toy's kind of a bust. It's maybe a little too old for them. We'll just pull it out later. And they start playing on it and kind of pulling up on it. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like maybe it's really going to be okay for them. And right at this moment, I start my, uh, like phone I'm gonna do an Instagram story because I life is so busy these days I never have a chance to share photos of my kids or like what I'm normally doing on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. like no one knows what like I feel like my kids are gonna graduate from college and people are gonna be like what father baby because <laughs> um, I just forget to share things and so I pull up my phone and I like start the Instagram story thing because I'm gonna I'm gonna share you know how cute they are and right at that moment I think it was Annie like pulls a little too hard on one of the foamnasium things and somehow as I'm recording managed to manages to like ooh, oh no there's your timer yeah. but keep going that's your timer oh. okay uh manages to pull the thing out from like under her and at the same time take Quinn out with her and so I have it on film it's like it's almost like a boomerang like you can just go back and forth uh, like over and oh, over again and just totally wiping out and Annie wipes out then wipes Quinn out and uh, it turns out it was like not the best gift for one-year-olds. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's amazing. I felt really bad for so foaming funny. it. I laughed a lot when they fell, um, but I, I, uh, they were okay. I love that. <laughs> that the other amazing. day I bought a light bright for my three-year-old niece thinking like, oh, mm. I loved light brights when I was a kid. And then 
we gave it to her and she couldn't put the like little pegs into the holes like she just doesn't have quite the mobility yet to do it and she walks back and she goes that toy is for big kids it's not very good for little kids and like she comes up and says that to me and I was like oh I'm so sorry (laughs) oh oh okay toy feedback yeah she's like it's not a very good toy for little kids and I was like thank you Lola yep that's that's amazing. Yeah, oh, turns hilarious. out giving gifts to kids is hard. Uh, yeah, it'll be easy. Turns out it's kind of hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trash, truly. Uh, that's I love good. It. That's good. Keep it simple. That's hilarious. Yeah, I give feel them like the box. This never... Whatever box the thing came in. Oh yeah, that's what they want. <laughs> Perfect. It never like stops too. Like I'm like picturing myself now at like. 29 being mom i hate this gift what were you thinking <laughs> you know so, yeah I probably will never gifts stop. are hard <laughs> uh, gifts are hard oh my gosh okay well this is so fun if you haven't caught on already stephanie's life is probably like it's probably like beautiful chaos um i would yeah i would yeah. i think so knowing you but we want to hear more about it so stephanie she has twin girls that just turned one Mm -hmm. it sounds like so exciting Mm -hmm. that's crazy she runs her own business and ministry and all the things which is really incredible you guys will have to look it up we'll talk more about that she's an amazing wife and an amazing friend and truly like i i know multiple people in nashville that know you and they're like i love stephanie she always reaches out she's so involved like all the things so really we just want to (laughs) know we want to know how you do it we want a glimpse of your life and how you just like balance life and i'm sure just because i know you're so humble you're gonna be like oh my gosh i don't do it well but i know that there's pieces and parts that you do really well so you want to hear those things and speaking to anybody you know in college or in just young adult life with like just craziness of like trying to be involved and do this do that um so that's who you're speaking to they're right there with you and just a different way in a different face so yeah but first yeah. of all could you just give us like a little glimpse of, of your life share a little bit about you and your day-to-day so that we have some context for the conversation <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, you're really kind. Um, and you knew I was going to say like, well, it's not like I'm not doing a good job. Um, (laughs) but there are, there are pieces, I think. Um, so, uh, like you said, I have, um, uh, you know, podcasts, I teach courses, I have, I write books, I have a whole online world, um, that used to take all my time. It used to Mm. take you know, 40 hours a week and more than that. Um, and then all of a sudden last year, almost exactly a year ago, I had, um, twin babies and I knew that it was going to be hard. Like everyone Mm. says, you know, the first month is hard. Having babies is hard. The first year is hard. And then when people, when, when you talk to people who have twins, they go, uh, it's going to be really, really, really hard. Um, but I didn't know what that was going to feel like, like I knew to prep for that, but I think that there's only so much you can prep for. Mm. Um, and I think that that's true for all kinds of phases. Like when someone tells you that this class is going to be hard or, you know, your sophomore year is going to be hard or this internship is going to be hard or graduating is going to be hard, whatever the thing is, you can't like really prep for that. Like you, Mm. you can, and you can know in your head that it's going to be hard, but that just doesn't take you as far as I think it, like it just doesn't take you that far you Mm -hmm, still have to go through it and i think when something is hard it's still pretty shocking the fact that it is as hard as it is and so that's Mm -hmm. uh, definitely how i felt um this year has challenged me in every single way it's absolutely been the hardest year of my life 
um, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I had a full life already. I had, you know, mm-hmm. uh, obligations. I had relationships. I had things that I was, you know, trying to juggle and I was even still dropping things then. And then you drop like two babies in our lives who are each a full-time job in and of themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it was like all we could do to keep afloat for a while. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think that like, uh, we'll we'll talk about kind of more of what that's looked like. Um, Mm -hmm. Life definitely got a little bit easier around three months. They started to sleep through the night. And that was, Mm -hmm. I think when you get, when you're getting rest, that just changes everything. Like you're mm. just not able to, at least I'm not, I'm not able to tackle the day when I'm running on empty. And so um, when they started sleeping, that helped a lot. Um, I didn't work for the first like two and a half, three months. Um, and then I started trying to work, but that was a little tricky because we didn't have like any help with the girls yet. And so there was a while where um, my husband, Carl works from home also, and he also has a full-time job and we were both trying to like do our jobs while the girls were napping, but they would nap for like 30 minutes at a time and not necessarily at the same time, no matter how hard we tried. And <laughs> so, I mean, it was just like, we really were juggling. Like we would each have like a baby in our arms, our laptop open, Carl's trying to do a call. I'm trying to keep the girls quiet. Like it just was I mean, we looked at each other so many times and we're like, we just can't do this. Like, this Mm -hmm. is just too much. Um, And so anyway, I want to like be real about that because I I think that we all come to moments like that where we're like, this is just real. Like, Mm -hmm. this is unsustainable. And that was the word that was sort of like our word for a while there. Um, things have definitely gotten better. The girls are more, um, they sleep better. They're a little more independent, which is fun. So we can like, especially with twins, schlepping from even like upstairs to downstairs, it's hard because you can't really hold two tiny infants in your arms. Like it's, you need two hands to hold a little baby. And if you have two, it's like, you only have two arms. Mm -hmm. Um, so the fact that they can even crawl from like here to there is so much better and easier. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they, uh, so that that's made a really big difference. And then also we have a really great team of help. Um, yeah. And so generally, if a week is normal, um, I have help uh, like three full days, two half days throughout the week. And so when that's the case, I can like shower and get work done and be like mm-hmm. kind of my normal best self. Um, mm-hmm. But that being said, like right, right where we are right now, we're coming off of like really probably two months of traveling and having people in town and having like our normal team out for different reasons. And so, um, we're kind of in a time again where we're like, it really does feel like a balancing act and lots of things are getting dropped all over the place. So (laughs) that's, uh, my life right now. Wow. (laughs) Okay. I love it. I love it so much because I feel like if anybody was over here and was like, my schedule is crazy, we can all agree that yours is probably crazier, truly. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that, like, you know, it's crazy is crazy. You know, just like, yes. you know, when you talk to someone who's like, you feel bad going through a hard time or being sad because, you know, you have a friend who just, you know, had a death in the family or something. It's like, no, hard is hard. Like, having yeah. your heart broken is really painful. And also losing a family member is really painful. You Like, yeah, there's totally. no comparison. And so, yeah, like... But yes, hopefully you guys get a little bit more concentrated 
sleep than I do. <laughs> and yeah. And that's what I wanted to say is I think like no matter what season of life you're in, you look at your just kind of schedule and your capacity and it feels wild and crazy and like you're just filled to the brim. I feel like you could ask a mom, you could ask a college student, a high school student. I mean, literally anybody would probably be like, yeah, I have probably too much on my plate right now. And I think that that never changes, no matter what stage of life you're in. I keep trying to be like, yeah. I'm going to say no to more. And somehow I still always end up with just a wild schedule. And so I think I, what I want to know from you, Steph, is just no matter what season of life you're in, whether, you know, you were married, full-time business owner, whether, you know, you're a mom of twins, how do you prioritize your kind of your, your plate? How do you figure out what really matters and what do I really need to give my time to what is God calling me to kind of like lean into the most and then how do you begin to kind of build your day and build your schedule and build your time around the things that truly matter the most that's such a good question um something that I've been talking about uh so I started going to counseling again right about three months when the girls were about three months old and it has been awesome Mm. awesome I didn't know I guess I haven't really asked that many moms um, or new wives or like, you know, really, I haven't like, I I should poll just everybody and ask women um, if they've been in counseling through really big transitions. But I think Mm -hmm. that if we haven't been, or if we haven't considered having that kind of help through big transitions, we should, because Mm -hmm. it has been truly like life-changing to have someone in my corner to like I have a, a time every other week where I sit down and just reflect and I have someone like just helping me through the the step-by-step of this. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we were talking about was um, she gave me this picture of a triangle, like a pyramid. And the that's, there are only, like only so many people can fit in your pyramid or only so many responsibilities can fit in your pyramid. And the most important ones are at the top and then they trickle down. And then at some point, like something's not on your pyramid. And, mm. you know, I, I don't know, I can't remember if you guys are like Enneagram people, but um, mm-hmm. I'm a two on the Enneagram. So like my thing is helping people and like mm. relationships. And so the idea that there are people in the world that don't get to be on my pyramid, that I can't give time or energy or thought or, you know, whatever to like, that's really hard for me. I hate that. Mm. Um, but, you know, in the last, I would say 10 years, I've, I've started to learn that when I give time, which is finite and energy, which is finite to people who aren't on that pyramid, like the most important top of the top people, when I give it to other people, those top people don't get that time. Yeah. And so, and, and that's been more and more apparent to me lately that like, if I do, if I go to lunch with someone who you know, I haven't seen in a million years, we, you know, we're kind of, we've kind of drifted as friends. Like, you know, we just, yeah. you know, it's, if I, if I go to lunch with that person, that means that I don't get a nap, which I probably desperately need that day. I don't get time with my husband. I don't get um, time with like, co- like quality time with God. I don't get, you know, there are only so many hours in the day. And mm. it just, when you take, when you give an hour to someone who's not in that pyramid, someone on that pyramid doesn't get that hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a, it's a really hard thing, but I, I think that that's really helped me in life to actually, okay, this is going to sound really bad, but I hope that this makes sense. Like rank my people yeah. and rank my responsibilities yeah. because if everything is important, 
nothing's important. And if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. And so Mm -hmm. I have to stop every once in a while and go, okay, like, where is this person on my pyramid? And it's like, they're not on my pyramid or Mm -hmm. they're at the bottom of my pyramid. And currently like, you know, my baby is sick or like my husband Mm. needs something or like I really need a nap, which is like a survival thing at this point, you know? Mm. And so I think that having that conversation with myself, as much as I feel mean doing it, Mm. it is really, it's really important that we know who we're most responsible to Mm -hmm. um, so that we can actually give our best selves to the people who we want to give our best selves to. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm. really good. So good. I'm in the same boat. I think with like the, Oh, go ahead. No, you go. go well, ahead. I was just, the other thing I was going to say is like, I think with the day-to-day thing, um, mm. I've gotten a lot better at asking for help. Like mm. there are things that can be done in the day that don't have to be done by me. Yeah. And I mean, that's things from like grocery shopping. Like I am a total shipped, like queen. <laughs> I don't enjoy grocery shopping. I'm not, it's not my thing. Like I'm not particularly good at it. Like I always come home with not the things that I need. And so things like that, like that's a, that's time where I could be giving time to people on my pyramid and also supporting someone's like micro business, basically, you know, as a ship shopper. And so that's, you know, just anywhere where I can ask for help, where I can get an hour back or mm-hmm. do something or have something done that like doesn't necessarily need to be done by me. I think that there's this idea that asking for help is weakness. And I think that mm-hmm. asking for help is, is strength and it's essential. Yeah. That's good. so good. That's really good. I'm totally in the same boat as you with the, I'm not into an Enneagram, but I am such a people pleaser. And I'm, I've, since I was like young, I definitely remember in college just being like hanging out with everybody and feeling obligated to so many people. And like, you really do have to like zoom out. And even in like not busy seasons of your life, it's important to zoom out and just like, look at your relationships. Like if I've done that plenty of times in my life, I could probably do it right now and see that like, yeah, I'm spending so much time and energy and everything with people that like my relationships aren't even like strong. And like a lot of the time it's just like quick coffee dates that are surface level or sometimes it's like not even healthy friendships that I'm like still trying to just like be there for, keep up in my life just because or maybe just to be popular, or well known or well connected or and it's also silly because it's all those relationships don't go anywhere. They really don't. I can look back and like there mm. are relationships that I've kept for like 10, 20 years. And like still I'm like, OK, wait, maybe I should look at this differently. Like <laughs> this isn't fruitful. And yeah. I think when we clear out some of that stuff. Yeah, I think it's, it's just important. We'll have so much time and we'll be so much healthier. So so cool to hear that you're doing that. 100 um, percent. Okay. I was yeah. say I 100%. think it's yeah. better too for the other person in the relationship. A lot of times too, I think sometimes we think like that person's relying on us so much, and sometimes that's the case. Yeah. But I think sometimes when you free people to like have to go and find people that can give more of themselves to them, that's actually way better for them in the long run because if I can only be like 10% of a friend to somebody but they're like looking to me to be their 100% friend I'm always going to let them down and there's always going to be that gap in their life where sometimes when that door is kind of closed in that way it's like okay I got to go find somebody else and I think that that's actually helpful I think about friendships of mine where I really relied on people and then I kind of saw like okay I can't be relying on them. And then that opened the door for me to find a different person to actually truly rely on. And it was such a healthier, like better mutual relationship. And so I think that Mm. that is actually, sometimes we think we're being 
like selfless by continuing on kind of a, a half-hearted relationship when actually sometimes I think the most selfless thing we can do is like let it go mm-hmm. it's I mean when you think about it like if we we're talking about dating and we were talking about like a guy leading us on or us leading a guy on or something it's like everyone knows that's not a good thing like yeah it's not helping anybody to to keep that door open it's actually just making everyone hurt more but we mm-hmm. don't translate that to friendships I think we should though because it's the same thing like you only yeah. I think we don't translate it to friendships because you like you're only dating one person or you only marry one person you can have a lot of friends in theory but really you can't have infinite number of friends. Like you can't have an infinite number of people in your life. And so there are still spots that you're taking up in their life and Mm -hmm. there's energy that you're giving away that should be going to someone else. And so, yeah, it's, it's like really pretty equivalent to leading someone on. And, and we know that that's not a good thing, but we all do it. No, that's a good analogy. That's like so true, actually. Oh my gosh. Convicted. Okay, guys, I am so excited to tell you about one of my favorite Christmas resources, and it is Elfster. Elfster is the best thing in the world when it comes to secret Santa gift exchanges. We do this every single year at the Delight HQ, our entire team. We use Elfster to draw names for our secret Santa. It's one of my favorite things. And Elfster is the number one secret Santa app in the world. You can create a free gift exchange to make gift giving 10 times easier. You just set the date and the budget and Elfster will take care of the rest. I mean, they even draw names for you. So no spoilers here. No surprises. You know that it's going to be an amazing gift exchange. It brings family and friends together no matter where they are. You can even do it virtually. You can add gifts to your wish list from all your favorite brands, including Amazon, Etsy, Nordstrom, Sephora, Zappos, If you need some new shoes, all you got to do is go to elster.com or download the app. It makes it so easy to share your wish list with family and friends. Everybody gets the gift that they want this Christmas and you got to do it. So use Elster for your secret Santa gift exchange this Christmas season. Over here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, truly. Um, Okay, Steph, with just so much going on how do you stay like present what does it look like for you to like hear feel experience god maybe in like a more like quiet time space but i'm assuming a lot of times you don't you might not even have time for that so what does it feel like to like just be present and um either like hear God's voice, experience God, or also just even being present with your husband, like being like in the conversations, being present with your kids, being present with your friends, embracing every single moment amongst the chaos. There's probably so many people listening to this that their life like is busy and that might not be able to change for a while. And so what does it look like to like still stay present in the midst of it? Yeah. Um. So with, with God specifically, I think that um, this is another analogy. I, I don't know. It just popped in my mind, but you know, my preference with God would be to like go on a dinner date and like have a three course meal, maybe four, like get the appetizer, (laughs) get the dessert, like linger, have a great conversation, go deep phones off. Like that, um, would be my like goal. I like to have that with God every day. And there've been seasons in my life where I have, I would say that like right now, my relationship with God is a lot more like the Starbucks drive through <laughs> and it's like, 
I am getting what I need for the day. I'm like, on, I'm drinking my coffee on the road. Like there's not a whole lot of sit and linger. Um, mm. But I think that that's, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it, it's what's happening in this season right now. And I mm. think um, for a lot of my life, I felt like the ownership was on me to pursue God. Mm. And it's like, if we're, cl- it's, if we're close, it's because I've put in the effort. Mm. And in this time in my life, there's not an ounce of effort to give anywhere like when i tell you guys that the beginning was like truly survival mode it was truly survival mode anytime the girls were napping like carl and i were asleep we slept for 90 minutes max chunks around the clock every day for like three months or something like we were truly nocturnal for for three months so there's (laughs) not a whole lot of like there's not like wake up early spend time with god like there's none of that it just it wasn't possible Mm -hmm. um and even still but you know god has met me in this like he has pursued me and Mm. that's something that like you know we have that in relationships when you're having a really hard time and you have a friend like you sometimes you just need to say like I need you to carry the weight of this for a while like I need you to check in with me I can't necessarily have you lean on me I just need to lean on you right now like that's where that's where God and I are and the Mm. the amazing thing is that like that's okay with him and he's mm-hmm. like pretty strong and he's pretty solid to lean on and he pursues mm-hmm. us and our yeah. closeness doesn't rely on our effort as much as we sometimes like that's part of it but it's not the whole the whole thing yeah. mm-hmm. um so that's that's one that's thing good. is like I feel like God and I are just like grabbing coffee on the go and chugging it along the way and so that's a lot of like middle of the night prayers or like half prayers or thank yous or um it's not a whole lot of like long lingery uh quiet times um the other thing was Ken's what was the other thing you the asked? other thing yeah it's two part kind of but with your like people yeah. too what does it look like with your people yes. your husband your family things like that so um I want to be a good multitasker and I would like to think that in some ways I am, but I think, I think really my husband would tell you that I'm a terrible multitasker and he's known that about me forever. Like if I'm going to clean the house, I'm going to spend the whole weekend doing nothing but cleaning the house. I will get nothing else done, but that house will be clean. But I do that with work too. Like he'll be like, when was the last time you ate? Like you need to eat lunch. Like you need to lift your head up and like look around and do something else other than just diving all the way into this today. Um, and that's like fair, fair feedback. Uh, I should, you know, eat lunch and I should like, you know, do something else other than just clean the house all weekend. Um, (laughs) but I think that that ability to like, just really wherever you are, be completely there is Mm. serving me really well in this time in life. Because I think a lot of the reason that we feel guilt in all kinds of ways, whether it's like mom guilt or relationship, you know, just whatever, like I'm here, but I should be here. That kind of guilt Um, is because we're kind of stuck between two places. Like our mind is here, but our heart is there and our body is in another place. And I think that when we can like remember that, I I guess it's like quality over quantity. You know, I'm not with my babies 100% of the time every day, you know, but when I'm there, I'm really Mm. there. Yeah. Um, I'm not with Carl every minute of every day, but when we're together, we're like really together. Um, And same with my work. You know, I'm not thinking about the babies. I'm not trying to also be doing a million things. It's like, I, I, it's really kind of like batching, batching Mm -hmm. my days. Um, 
and trying to make sure that my mind and my heart and my soul and my body are all there. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it, I think it's like quality over quantity. That's good. so good. I love that. I think that's such a good remember going into like any time with anybody or anything. Mm. It's just like, hey, quality over quantity. I maybe only have 20 minutes to give this person right now, but how can I be fully present, like give them the best version of myself? And I think mm. that that's a really beautiful reminder and prayer just in the morning to just ask God, hey, God, you know, I don't have a ton of time to give today, but like, would you even in this five minutes that I have with you right now, like, would you speak to me? Would you like give me a moment mm-hmm. with you? I think that that's really beautiful and really cool to think about in your mm-hmm. relationships with people and your, you know, when you have 20 minutes to give to work, when you have 20 minutes to give to the homework, when you have 20 minutes to give to a friend and even with the Lord. I think that's just so beautiful. So I love mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. And Steph, so we kind of want to kind of begin to wrap up this conversation. But, you know, I think most of the women listening to this, they're probably high school, college, maybe post-college, maybe not at this stage yet where they have kids but you know maybe that's in their future looking towards that and I just wanted to ask you as you kind of reflect on your life you know you've done all the things so many different stages of life like what do you almost wish you could go back and tell like you know 21 year old Steph about how to kind of manage your schedule manage your time how to like make Mm -hmm. the most out of the season that you're in right now so that you could kind of set yourself up for this next stage where time is so finite and time is so limited uh what would you want to just kind of encourage yourself or say to the women listening to this podcast i think that um you know we have this really major tendency to always be looking forward in life and Mm -hmm. i get that like i'm a total planner i'm a dreamer like you know, I'm a strategist. Like I, I love thinking ahead. Um, but I think that when we are always looking ahead, we miss out on life today. And mm. what I've gotten to learn and practice, and this has kind of become like my favorite thing to talk about is when we are present in our lives today, as fully as possible, when we are doing the things that can only be done in this season of life, like when you're in college, your schedule, your days, your social life, your opportunities like are, are different than they are in different seasons. And that's true of all seasons of life. Like there are just really unique things about it. When we really soak those in, when we really learn the lessons that are available and coming up for us to learn, when we really dig in with God in whatever he's teaching us, when we like really invest in our friendships, when we invest in our health and our growth, um, when we have the fun that is available for us to have in the season where we are right now. Mm -hmm. That actually is the very best thing that we can do to set ourselves up for what's next. Um, We talk about this, you know, we've talked about this a bunch uh, when it comes to like singleness, when you're living your single life to the full, like really, really enjoying the time, having fun, going out with your friends, like becoming the healthiest version of yourselves. That's, how you actually are in the right place at the right time to meet someone great. And that's how you're actually like emotionally and spiritually and relationally ready to be in the kind of relationship you want to be in. That's the prep. That's, that's how it happens in the presence comes the prep. Um, Mm. And so that's like what I would tell myself at every stage is like, don't rush this. Don't, um, don't, don't, push past this. Don't forget about this. Um, really be here, be all here. And, and you can rest assured, like the planners in the room can rest assured that that's, that really is the best thing that you can do for, for tomorrow. Like, I feel like I'm such a better mom 
because I really, really went through all the seasons that led up to this. I'm such a better wife because I really, really went through and grew through all the seasons, seasons that led up to that. Yeah. Um, and so you, you really get to, to do both by being mm. present. You really get to prepare yourself for what's next. And mm. so, um, that's what I would say. It's just like, really be present where you are. And, and that's the best way to prepare for the future. So good. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think I love that too, of like, if there's some girls probably listening who like, aren't really in a season they want to be in They're They're just like, oh, I hate mm-hmm. like my school load is just like so sucky or I'm like having to live at home and I just don't want to do this year of community college or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, when you're really able to like, and I'm sure you felt that of the like nocturnal three months of your life where you were like, yeah. <laughs> just staying up all night long. Like you probably didn't want to be there, but you've, we've got to learn as humans, as, as people to, to just like embrace it all and be present in it all, live yeah. through it all. Um, see, and there's, there's, in it all. There's one other thing like having to do with um, balance that like I just want to make sure to say mm-hmm. I think that we have this idea that you you need to be able to do everything all in one day. Like you need to eat all of the fruits and vegetables <laughs> in one day and you need to work out in one day and you need to have a, a really good quiet time in one day and you need to have time with friends and with your significant other and time to study and time to rest or whatever. Like all these things need to happen in one day. And I think mm-hmm. that that's just like not possible and yeah like not possible some maybe ever but also like specifically in some seasons and something Mm. that's really helped me is to like zoom back and try to look for balance in a week or a month Mm. or even a year like there are times in a year where you're just hustling like I think we're kind of you know as you're Mm. leading up to you know winter break or summer or something it's like you're you are in crunch time before finals and life doesn't have a whole lot of balance. Like that's not the best time for you to invest in your friendships or to like really sleep a lot or whatever. They're just, there is kind of a crunch time. But then after that, there should be a time where you rest more and where you have more fun and more like, so I think that, you know, if you feel kind of imbalanced in a day or a week, I think that that's just part of it. Um, And, Mm. you know, when we can kind of zoom out a little bit, I think it's more important to make sure that we're getting all of the things that we need in a month or a week or even a year than mm. all in one day. Yeah, mm. that's right. You can take your time with it. That's so good. Yeah. I love your yeah. face. Every time, you an- every time you answer something, you're like, your face is like, I hope that was good. And it's like literally filled with so much truth. So you're amazing. Okay. Wait. <laughs> like, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, I really want to ask this last little question. We'll have to make it short because we're, we're getting long. But I heard this question at a panel recently. I was like, ooh, I want to know this from everybody. But is there any, and you could just say no, there's not. But do you have any, when it comes to balance, when it comes to your crazy life right now, have you implemented or have any uncommon routines or practices, Mm. um, uncommon disciplines, I think? Is that the way to say that? I think so. Um, That you've implemented in your life that would help anybody listening. Um... I put my phone on airplane mode a lot. Ooh. I love that. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. That's so good. At the end of the day, like I just, it's not, it doesn't help me to, to have my 
time and my energy like spread even further. And so it, yeah, like I really just check out at the end of the day and, you know, at five or so I put my phone on airplane mode and just, or, you know, delete apps or something like that. Like I just yeah. really, really try to be careful with my, with my phone mm, because like there's already not enough time in the day. So yeah, I put my phone on airplane mode a lot. That's so good. So good. Love it. So good. Yes. Steph, thank you so much for just coming on and encouraging all of us and just sharing more of your like your story and where you're at right now with the Lord. I think that's really cool of just you're in such a crazy season, but how I don't know, you're still growing yeah. and learning and being shaped and molded. And I just think God's doing some really cool stuff that, yeah. you know, right now, maybe you're podcasting less or maybe you're writing less but I think it's really beautiful stuff that maybe mm. seeds are being planted that God will continue to water and grow and we're just going to see the fruit of years and years to come and so we're super yes. excited and um, tell everybody where they can stay connected with you and just follow along with all the things that you're doing over there Seth oh man okay well first of all I received that I'm like putting that in my back pocket and yes. holding on to it because that's really just good for my heart today mm -hmm. um so my website is stephaniemaywilson.com. It's M-A-Y, uh, and all my stuff is there. Um, I'm also at, uh, at smaywilson on Instagram. Um, but I would love to meet you guys and, and hang out with you more and uh, anything that I can do to encourage you or love you or remind you that you're not alone in all of this chaos. Um, I want to do that. So yes. thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, my oh, gosh, of course. Always the best. <laughs> so good well thank you so much to everybody listening thank you stephanie and we'll talk to you soon bye